Good morning for Monday, November 7th, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Literary rebel tests China's censorship. Greek leaders in deal to form a new government, and the DEA squads extend a reach of the drug war. In today's national headlines, pastor's advocacy of spanking is under scrutiny, and Herman Cain says he's back on message. In today's financial headlines, in Europe, market fear shifts focus to Italy. Thailand flooding cripples hard drive suppliers, and bit by bit, a coffee and power site aims to change the nature of work. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story? Literary rebel tests China's censorship. Reported from Beijing. When the novelist Murong Shuizhen showed up at a ceremony here late last year to collect his first literary prize, he clutched a sheet of paper with some of the most incendiary words he'd ever written. It was a meditation on the malaise brought on by censorship. Chinese writing exhibits symptoms of a mental disorder, he planned to say. This is castrated writing. I'm a proactive eunuch. I castrate myself even before the surgeon raises his scalpel. The ceremony's organizers forbade him to deliver the speech. On stage, Morong made a zipping motion across his mouth and left without a word. He then did with the speech what he had done with three of his best-selling novels, all of which had gone through a harsh censorship process. He posted the unexpurgated text on the Internet. Fans flocked to it. Murong Shuizhen is the pen name of Hao Kun. At 37, he's among the most famous of a wave of Chinese writers who have become publishing sensations in the past decade because of their canny use of the Internet. Murong's books are racy and violent and nihilistic, with tales of businessmen and officials engaging in bribe-taking, brawling, drinking, gambling, and cavorting, with prostitutes in China's booming cities. He is a laureate of corruption, and his friends have introduced him at dinner parties as a writer of pornography. That his books are published at all in China shows how the industry has become more market-driven. But Murong's prose inevitably runs up against censorship, which the Chinese Communist Party is intent on maintaining. Morong says he's a word criminal in the eyes of the state and a coward in his own eyes for engaging in self-censorship. He has become one of the most vocal critics of censorship in China. Morong owes his commercial success to the fact that he has found ways to practice his art and build a fan base on the Internet, outside the more heavily policed print industry. He addresses political issues on a blog in a microblog account that resembles Twitter, which has nearly 1.1 million followers. He posts his novels chapter by chapter or in sections online under different pseudonyms as he writes. Once the book is finished or nearly so, Morong signs with the publisher. The censored print editions make money, but the internet versions are more complete. In 2004, the state-run China Radio International called Morong's popular first novel a cyber trendsetter, in a report that was reposted on the website of the newspaper People's Daily, the Communist Party's mouthpiece. Local officials in the city of Chengdu, where the story is set, denounced it. The uncensored version of the novel, Chengdu, Please Forget Me Tonight, was translated into English, Leave Me Alone, a novel of Chengdu, by Harvey Tomlinson and nominated in 2008 for the prestigious Man Asian Literary Prize. I simply found it extremely fun to do, Morong said of writing online, as he chain-smoked recently in his Beijing apartment. 
Later, I realized that the writers and readers on the Internet changed the course of Chinese literature and started a new phenomenon.